This is BC Worldwide, a podcast of overseas instruction and counseling. We tell the stories of God's grace around the world through biblical counseling. Olivia Hadeja and your host, Andrew Rogers, discuss how God used biblical counseling training to change Olivia's life and equip her as an agent of change in others' lives. In this episode of BC Worldwide, you'll learn about Olivia's ministry throughout France, including her partnership with OIC. We're at the ACBC conference. What do you think about that? Oh, I'm thrilled to be here. It's fantastic. And who are you? <laughs> My name is Olivia Hedija. I'm uh, Irish, born and raised in, in Ireland, born in Dublin, and uh, came to faith in Christ at university in England, where I was studying physiotherapy. I met for the first time in my life a born-again believer, and his, his life was so attractive, I wanted to figure out and discover what the difference in his life was, and that okay. was Jesus Christ. And I got saved my last year at university, and the Lord really provided um, believers to help me grow and, and grow quickly in my faith. And I ended up in France then, as a, several years later, as a missionary. Um, actually, I was headed to Togo before that, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, I, yeah, we might have to have another podcast, uh, the Togo story. Yeah. So I met my husband. I was praying for a husband who was a missionary working with Muslims. Pretty specific. Okay. So that was actually your... So it wasn't you were just praying for a missionary husband. You were praying for a missionary husband who was reaching Muslims. Yes. Okay. Already on the field, wow. reaching Muslims. Uh Yes, yeah, so we were introduced by a mutual friend, and in that first conversation, that first evening, uh, he answered. He said, mentioned things that only God and I knew about specifics about praying for a husband and serving in which a ministry capacity and situation. So within 24 hours, my direction changed. God revealed His plan to stay in France and uh, switch missions and be able to minister alongside my husband, Abdel, who's a convert from Islam hmm. and who has a thriving ministry using media to bring uh, the gospel to North Africa and the Middle East. And you have children. We have four children. Okay. Abdel lost his first wife in 2000 and Sophia and Ramsey at the time were two and three. And um, then we had two kids together, Adam and Nadia. So our youngest now is 15. So been pretty busy in ministry but as um, the kids were growing I was seeing opportunities to help and serve in the area of member care with our mm. team in France and I just volunteered and then became heartbroken seeing many staff leave the field in particular families where the wife and mother was struggling with adjusting and just even just functioning and serving and I could I just couldn't understand why there was no soul care no uh, counseling available on the field so God used that to awaken a desire to get trained in, to be able to provide counseling, uh, biblical soul care. And as and God is, you know, is creative, I was headed, actually headed to Florida um, for two years, planning on moving our family there for me to get trained, but really didn't understand the differences in the types of biblical counseling. And praise God, that door closed. We weren't allowed to leave the field for two years. So that forced me to look elsewhere for other creative ways where I could st we could stay in France, continue. my husband could continue his main ministry, and I could figure out how to do the counseling training. So the internet um, 
oh, I see and Wayne Vanderveer popped up on the internet as a, an opportunity. So I contacted Wayne and uh, ended up doing the MABC in Kiev, Ukraine. Uh, and a wonderful team there with the direction of Andrew and Andre Morzine. And I just had an incredible time there. It really changed my outlook on life. It changed my worldview. It changed me as a person. It just, it was incredible. It really was life-changing for me. The training, uh, learning about my identity. It, it, it really changed even how I parent and how I interact with family and friends and everybody. Just, um, yeah, it's just phenomenal. The training really... When you learn uh, your identity and you live functioning out of that identity in Christ, it just changes your perspective on life and issues and circumstances. And uh, it's just incredible. So it was really life changing uh, for me. And uh, it caused me then to, uh, as he was even doing um, the uh, counseling experience for the MABC requirements, just seeing how God brought people across my path because many in my class were saying oh how are we going to meet people to counsel you know it's impossible we're like the only people in our town that does it but you know God faithfully without even asking God brought people across my path that I could counsel and just God developed a love uh, in me to be able to minister God's word um, and just see lives change it's just phenomenal to see hearts and minds and lives transformed families transformed you know one of my the first ladies I counseled she had been raped by her brother-in-law and she's she's given me permission to share her story she's even uh, done it in front of the church uh, after so seeing her life transformed she was gathering uh, holding on to guilt and just shame for 40 years um, uh, and seeing through you know a few months of counseling just how the Lord transformed her the first day I met her, she said, I'm, I'm being eaten inside by guilt and shame by what happened to me. And I, I'm suffering significant physical issues and problems. She'd been admitted to a psychiatric hospital and everything, and they didn't know what to do with her. They just sent her home and said, it's in your head. But just when she learned uh, of her identity in Christ, forgiveness in Christ, that you know, she's clean as white as snow in Christ, it just gave her such joy. She's radiant, radiant. And even her friends and family began to say, what's changed? Something's happened. You know, you look different. And she said, it's, it's being able to forgive my brother-in-law who caused me so much pain and suffering for years. That just released her and transformed her. And even her husband came in to thank me. He asked to see me and came into one of our sessions. And he said, thank you so much. My wife is a different woman. Our family is, is transformed. You know, and what a... What a testimony of God's grace and forgiveness and just how he transforms lives and brings hope in desperate situations where there's so much pain and suffering and her whole family were suffering with her and so yeah the power that lives in us is transformative it is powerful we need to believe that it just as that power of the Holy Spirit has raised Christ from the dead why don't we believe it too because it's amazing what it can do and when you see it, you want to see it more. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so you want to counsel more people. Exactly. So I, um, yeah, began counseling little by little, word of mouth. Didn't do any advertising. Little by little, uh, pastors in France would contact me and ask me to counsel a woman in their church. Uh, then individuals would contact me. I've gotten emails and phone calls from around France. Um, so I've done some counseling online also. And it's just flourishing. The demand is huge. I, I, you know, um, so it's been encouraging. Then the church we're in, uh, I was able to 
give gifts of good books to him to encourage him of good teaching available and I've shared what I've learned uh, with biblical counseling training and he's fully on board he's now we're doing module two at the end of this month in our church just south of Paris and uh, Baptiste is really encouraged about um, just seeing how soul care when it's based on scripture and the sufficiency of scripture how efficient and effective it is and having Having the support of the pastor is key in being able to um, create a team. So we're we're at the point of formally establishing a counseling ministry in the church uh, and relying on God to provide a team. We have about 10 people from the church right now getting trained. So, yeah, it's God's doing amazing things. So I'm uh, very encouraged and Lord willing, I will be able to get into more full-time counseling as the Lord provides an opportunity to do so. And what what has been taking place in France? So, I mean, you, you're right now you've been talking about the opportunities you've had personally mm-hmm. to counsel and so on, and then the effect it's having in the church where you're attending. But so, what's been taking place though, as far as just equipping and training in France? Right. In 2016, I discovered I had started in Kiev in 2015, and then I discovered that uh, there were there were two believers in Paris had invited this biblical counseling training uh, thing coming over. I didn't realize it was OIC anyway. So I went up to Paris just to meet these people and find out who's you know, who else is interested in biblical counseling in France. So it was a great opportunity for fellowship and amazing stories so um one of the best stories actually was uh there was a man called um george muller was a frenchman in the end of the 20th century and he himself in his own walk with the lord was convinced of the sufficiency of scripture and would would counsel people would provide wisdom and, and counsel and fellowship with believers and in his own personal ministry in the church but he was marginalized because of that, because uh, uh, in France, basically, uh, human reason is is the god they worship, and, and psychology is such a stronghold in uh, public life and even in the church that uh, his view of sufficiency was ridiculed, and so he had a hard time for much of his adult, adult life, but persevered, and then he died at the end of you know the ninth. 20th century and he passed he had gotten to know uh, Jean-Marc who's a pastor in Montreuil in Paris and he had explained to him his real burden and his prayer for about 30 years of his life he'd been praying for God to bring uh, biblical counselors and trainers to France so that churches could be equipped how to help believers who are struggling with sin or are suffering to be able to you know grow in their relationship with the Lord through it all and uh, be ministered to by the word. And uh, Jean-Marc, so this George Muller said, I'm passing the baton to you now. And he died shortly afterwards. And Jean-Marc was the first pastor to host OIC uh, training in France. And there were there were many tears in the room that, that evening that uh, testimony was shared, just to re- rejoicing in how God has gone before us just preparing, uh, planting seed, and we've been able to see in the last 10 years or so, just fruit, I mean, incredible fruit. There's much to be harvested. You know, we just need workers, and and God is raising up workers. So it's an exciting time. Just since then, now we've had uh, three other churches start training with OIC. And there is another organization doing some work also in the south, but um, solid biblical counseling training is, is... 
pretty much non-existent in, in France. It's very sparse. And um, but the the desire is there. The uh, people are waiting, literally just waiting, and um, they're realizing that what the world is offering and its different flavors and varieties is not satisfying the desire of the soul to be free, to be at peace. And the joy that Christ offers is is only found in him and his words and the living word. And that's the most, most pure source of that, of course, is the word, which is the basis of biblical counseling. And, and that's what people are realizing. This is what we need. And we've had many testimonies of People sitting through module one going, wow, this is what I've been waiting for. This is what I need, you know, and uh, phenomenal. So people are excited and um, yeah, come on over. What's it? Yeah. So, that, well, speaking of that, just the future, mm -hmm. uh, future training, anything coming up? Well, we have about seven, eight pastors going through the training right now. So it's just a matter of when you can get them on your schedule. Okay. <laughs> well, I think we do have one coming up, don't we? <laughs> There's one the end of this month, um, October 27th to the 29th in Rissangis in the southern suburb of Paris. We're doing a module two with two churches. So there was one pre-COVID group in Evry, and uh, we're combining them now uh, with this other group we started in March. So going ahead with module two. We've had requests for other modules, uh, but um, yeah, we'll see. And what do you, as you think about it, just in France, I mean, I, I know you pray often for your own family, for your own mm. ministry, for your own church, uh, but I also know it's on your heart, mm. churches, mm. Uh, and, and in particular churches in France. So as you think about the future, mm -hmm. just just what are your you know, vision, desires, hopes, dreams? Oh, um, dream. Why not, uh, you know, Biblical Soul Care France, uh, having a, a network of church having a ministry in france where we can come alongside pastors who want to get trained and train members of their churches to um, provide solid soul care so just producing the model that oic has already established in in uh, bringing the training needed and also with the goal of training and having the training done by french and, and adjusted you know uh culturally to uh, the french audience but um we had we did have uh two french pastors actually do part of the training in march in france in uh, in Rissangis, and it was it was fantastic just to hear it being taught in french i'm like praise the lord you know this is fantastic this is the end goal and uh, to be able to have it mm, embraced by french to, to bring it to their people in their language. You know, I've been there 21 years, but still make grammatical mistakes, <laughs> even though I'm fluent. But, um, you know, it's just the heart, the heart issue. When we hear something in our heart language, that really, it hits home so more my, deeply. So my French wasn't adequate. Uh, they, were, they were quite gracious with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're welcome back anytime. <laughs> well, it's a, yeah, and it's a beautiful church and beautiful people and yeah. certainly a joy to be there. But I... It's kind of maybe bringing it back down just to the personal side of things, mm -hmm. to speaking just to the person who's thinking about mm. just being a part of ministering the word to others. I know there, you know, you have a particular heart mm -hmm. for just, you know, again, state or countrywide, certainly in your church, but just personally to to people, you have a heart for them and being involved with that ministry. You speak to that? Yes, particularly those who have a sense of calling to be able to come alongside people provide care and counsel at a deeper level than just uh, than most 
those people who feel uh, a sense of calling but feel uh, alone, isolated, not sure where to get training or even fellowship uh, with like-minded people, uh, just to encourage them to trust the Lord, you know, think big and uh, dream big and uh, wait patiently and the Lord will reveal his way, his plan in his own time. And uh, there were there were times when I was frustrated. I learned by experience, you know, I was wanting to plow ahead and, you know, try saying to pastors, you need, you need you need this training, you know, so, but, you know, just learning to wait on the Lord, sharing information, but letting the Lord, the Lord's got to lead on when and how and who and where and my role as facilitator is really just to provide, be the connecting point between the churches and organizations like OIC and just helping it happen and being a link. But just those who feel isolated and, and feel a sense of calling, just trust the Lord, wait on him and, and <laughs> be prepared for an incredible experience and privilege to see God transforming lives for his glory and for our blessing. It's just such an incredible privilege and joy to see God working in others and we get to see it and it's just a challenge and a, a joy and, and just incredible it's so encouraging <clears throat> so it, it deepens our faith too and and uh, those we're helping so how can we pray for you I think um, just right now we're, we're not sure how to launch a formal counseling ministry in France through our, my local church the legal issues with our type of counseling is very, uh, as they say in France, flu. It's very vague. There's no category we fit into because we're not recognized by the state. Even with the master's degree, it's not recognized. Um, integrated counseling has a structure in France, but the biblical counseling doesn't. So if we need wisdom on how to proceed with doing it well. And um yeah, so we just need wisdom and, and people who know French law and, and things that can help us really establish things to do it well, pursue excellence in what we're doing, and then being able to really get the message across that we're, our goal is to serve churches. It's not to come in and say, hey, we know we know what you need kind of thing, but we, we're here to really serve you, serve your people. How can we help you? How can we help you get trained? And so that's really what what uh, we need prayer for is is that God will help pastors and leaders uh, understand that we're really help we're on the same level here we, we need to help one another and we can uh, we want to serve them and uh, that people will be open to change in understanding and just open to understanding God's way of soul care in a more biblical way and um, yeah that, that people even pa you know pastors will take risk and say hey yeah let's take this training you know let's and uh and, and see what God does with it. So, um, yeah, uh, prayer for a team uh, that really can commit time. Everyone's so busy. We're in the Paris area, it's just, you know, people travel a lot to work. Their days, they, they don't have time at all during the week to do activities in the evenings or meetings or anything. So really, it's we need people who are can commit uh, a day or two a week uh, or, or whatever they can commit to that we could have you know a reliable team that are uh, fully committed to this and that can we can help the ministry grow and develop and and uh, we need translators for materials and you know slowly we're getting things published in french which is great but um, there's so much good material out there we could we could really do with some translators who could give us 
time uh, also to really get the good stuff out there because there's lots of it out there, but it's not all good. <laughs> well, we definitely appreciate your ministry and thank you for sharing with us a little bit more about God's grace in France. And uh, we'll be praying for your ministry. Thank you. Thanks, Andrew. This is BC Worldwide, a podcast of overseas instruction and counseling. You can learn more about the stories of God's grace around the world at bcworldwide.org. If you'd like to know more about the ministry of OIC, go to our website at discoveroic.org. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you'd like to receive regular updates on God's grace through biblical counseling, please sign up to be an OIC insider by clicking the pray button on our website. You may also give, invest in the efforts of OIC through our website by clicking the give button. I'll share more with you about God's grace next time at BC Worldwide.